Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin', Fantasy Champs? Welcome on into a, a good old Wednesday program of the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's poppin', Ricardo? What's going on? I got my lime bubbly. I got the show notes. That's all you need. End of list. And I got a oh, so you can take the show notes out of there. Say it again. I said you could probably even take the show notes out of there. Yeah. Just, the just the bubbly. Bubbly, yeah. bubbly is, is, my, is life. I don't know. Like, Which is weird. There was this, uh, there was this run <laughs> on um, cranberry bubblies like two years ago. Okay. I drink it's the, interesting. I drink the lime bubblies if you can see it. It's the lime bubblies. Um, you a cranberry bubbly kind I of guy? I loved cranberry bubblies. They were so good. And uh, I tried to find them on their website. No one sells them anymore. I don't I don't know if they even make cranberry. <laughs> they just got rid of them. I was kind of like triggered to be honest with you. So every week I go to the store in hopes that there's cranberry bubblies. It's cranberry season, okay? You should put in a complaint. I should put Send in a complaint cuz I want the cranberry <laughs> bubblies back. It's been 2 years. I've had enough. Anyway, <laughs> I honestly I can't drink any other kind of bubbly uh, besides lemon lime because like yeah now it's you're probably just addicted one hundred percent addicted. I like it like I, sometimes I will pick up a bubbly. This is like addiction level. Um, but I will like drink it and I'll go, oh. and my wife will say it's not that good every time. I'm like no, it is that good. When you're craving yeah, soda, but you know you can't have it because you'll be 300 pounds if you do. That's, right. you know. Uh, it's a complete side note, too. I was thinking about it on Sunday. Um, You know, like offensive and defensive linemen are usually pretty, like, heavy. Yeah. But they're all in shape. They're they are, in yeah. Relative shape. You know how much food you have to eat to do that? You have to eat a lot. <laughs> a lot of food. Of food. Like Not a bad ten food. pounds of chicken and steak and just to do your rice. job effectively. Yeah. No, that's actually very. It's very hard. It's very underrated that they're able to like move that up and run back and forth as much as they do, and, and then are and still then, like three hundred pounds, and then still weigh three hundred pounds. Yeah, it's all, it's yeah. all the burgers. But anyway, <laughs> complete nonsense to start the program here. Uh, today we got Thursday night preview for fantasy football for Week Ten. So we're going to give you a rundown of the Miami Dolphins-Baltimore Ravens matchup uh, and tell you who to start, who to sit, who's on the rise, who's on the fall, which team sucks, which team doesn't, all the things. Uh, but we'll run, we'll run it down for you. Uh, before we jump into that, check our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, any platforms, really. Just type our name in and follow us. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you are uh, watching on YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell for noties, and then comment down below questions about the Thursday night football game. Um, and then if you are listening on any podcast platform, please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Um, do you have anything to add, Rick? No, oh, I think we can uh, get this thing going. Okay, let's pop it. I don't know why I'm out of breath. It's my old man. It's the bubbly. It's the bubbly. I'm like... When I found bubblies, it was just all over. Almost ran out this week. That would have been 
horrible. That would be sad. Anyway. Yeah. So like I said, we have the Thursday night football preview, fantasy football preview. Um, and we're going to talk about the Dolphins and the Raiders. Dolphins are the home team. Raiders are the road team. We'll start with the Miami Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins are kind of in an interesting predicament with their receiving core. Lots of injuries, but there might be some startable guys against Baltimore, and um, and we'll go through them. So let's start with the quarterback position. Right now, Rick has said he's kindly informed me that Tua may may play this week. <laughs> yeah, it's not likely, though, I don't think. I but. would say it's not, and they're just playing games. But um, according to a report uh, as of this afternoon, which the report was on Monday, it said Tua Tungavailoa had yet to throw during Monday's practice session, leading a reporter, Barry Jackson, to say that his status is uncertain for Thursday night's game against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, if he hasn't thrown on Monday, yeah, Wednesday is a travel day. Yep. The day I would watch for Tua is Tuesday. I know you're listening to this on Wednesday, but we have it pre-recorded. So, if he practices on Tuesday, he might play, but I I don't think so. Yeah, let's assume he does, and let's assume he doesn't. Okay. If he plays, he's not a bad streaming option, right? Oh no, I don't think he's I don't think he's bad at all. I think um he's had some really good games this year and so far this year Baltimore has been kind of in the middle, you know, against uh, yeah. quarterbacks. And so um and there's been some games where Tua has been okay. So it, it's kind of like edging on like he could have a really really good day or he could just not perform well. Right. So I could go either way, but if you need to start, I mean, it's like a, it's a decent stream because there's not a lot of streaming options. If you listen to our Thursday show, there's not a lot of streaming options on the week. There's pretty much nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty much, much dead. Um, would you stream him this week? But yeah, I would if he plays. What if he doesn't? Then uh, you're definitely not streaming Brissett. That's all. <laughs> yeah, um, Brissett, I believe, had one twenty-point game so far this year. In the games that yeah. he had to start, is that correct? Yeah, one. I don't even know if that's true because, yeah, it was a twenty-point game. <laughs> in the five-point yeah, touchdown definitely. league, he had a twenty and an eighteen-point game. I, I don't, I don't trust it. Like, I don't, I don't think. Like, if you want a safe either. play, and you know you're gonna get fifteen points, that's the way to go. Yeah, if you if you want thirteen points, if you want you want a lose solid fantasy matchup from your quarterback. Yeah, um, right. I wouldn't start Brissett either. Yeah, I'm gonna lean on the no on Brissett. Um, so just to give you an update about the wide receiver core for for Miami, <laughs> what started the season as um, J- Jalen Waddle being the number three quarterback uh, wide receiver on the team um, has yep. elevated him now to wide receiver one because Will Fuller's on the IR um, and I believe he's not going to play this week. Um, and yeah. Devonte Parker is also just a couple days ago placed on IR as well. So that leaves guys like Mac Hollins, Mac Hollins, and Isaiah Ford um, as the second and third wide receivers. Who, you know, in a matchup against Baltimore, where you're not sure if Tua is going to play, I would 100% stay away from those guys. I don't know if you agree. Yeah. So yeah, no, we'll, just, we'll get those um, guys out of the way now. Yeah. But Jalen Waddle is left guys. at the top of the receiving chart. <laughs> Who's yeah. had a pretty decent 
um, target share for the most part on uh, on the season, similar to like Devonta Smith, where he's getting, I think, what is it, seven to eight, ten targets, depending on the week. Yeah, if not more. Uh, but the big thing is Jalen Waddell, Devonta Smith, some of these guys are rookies, and they're going to have some really good games, and they're going to have some really not-so-great games. Um, this game against Baltimore, I don't anticipate being a really great game. I think his ceiling is like 12 points, um, and that's stretching it. Yeah, I mean, my only thing with Waddle is, like, I feel like he, he's going to get, like, 10 targets again, guaranteed, right? Mm-hmm. So if he, he can just get a touchdown, he's going to have a really good week fantasy-wise. Yeah, you're um, But, yeah, it's still gross because especially for set starting, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he could very easily get what he did against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, eleven targets, but four catches for twenty nine yards. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so it's 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 tough. I think there's better options out there, but at the same time, I think Waddle's not a bad flex for this week, just because he is the only option in that offense, or the main option at least. Yeah. Um, and I think he's going to be good for probably double digit targets. Yeah, uh, double digit targets obviously is very much within the capability of Waddle. Um, and in games where he's had 10 or more targets, he's had 11 fantasy points, 24 fantasy points, four fantasy points, and 12 fantasy points. Um, yeah. Against tough matchups, he's had 5, 11, and 4. Um, so I look at it, and I kind of think of Waddle as like a – it's just going to be a boomer bust kind of play. Like Rick said, if he, if he scores a touchdown, he has a really great week. Uh, if he doesn't, he might still put up okay numbers with like eight to ten fantasy points, but it's more than likely it'll be a bust game if he doesn't score yeah. a touchdown. Um, but Waddle's one of those players who's just really fast, and if he gets open in space, yeah, this game, you know what I mean? He'll score. He'll score right. in the game. So, um, I do. You, do you have any like differences of opinion? Like Tua starts. Do you like Waddle more or less? I do. I I, I would like. I would like Waddle a little bit more, um, but it doesn't change it too too much to be honest. But it would it would it would be it'd be slightly improved with Tua. Okay, yeah. So final verdict: start Jalen Waddle or not? Nah. <coughs> I'm gonna say yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say be cautious. Yeah, definitely be cautious. But yeah. Okay. Um, let's go to the running back position, and Rick has had his fair share of. Hardships with Miles Gaskin, Um, most up and down player. Now, Selvan Ahmed is is um, not even close to being anywhere near your starting lineup or on your roster, so I wouldn't do anything with him. But Miles Gaskin, Miles Gaskin, Miles Gaskin has been. um, (laughs) I mean, Gaskin. Would you feel like that makes you think that he's fast? Miles Gaskin. I guess. Yeah. Or or should it be Miles Miles Trash Trash Can? can. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, some some weeks it's Miles Gaskin and some weeks it's Miles Trash. I mean, hey, he's a top twenty running back in PPR. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. This is gross. Um, so what I have <laughs> noticed is that on, in the first, it's it's kind of kind of weird for him in the first six weeks of the season. I don't think Miami really knew what they wanted to do with the running back position. They had brought in Malcolm Brown and um, I believe one other guy. Uh, was it Matt Breda who was still there? Uh, no, I think it was the guy you just mentioned earlier. What's his name? 
uh, Ahmed, whatever. Savan Ahmed. So yeah. I think they were trying to figure out how to run with multiple running backs and take that approach. And I think the realization is that uh, that's not a smart approach because, yeah. you know, the rest of the running backs kind of suck. There's a reason why Malcolm Brown when Todd Gurley was with the Rams was like the fourth running back on the <laughs> roster. <laughs> um, yep. But anyway, in the first six weeks of the season, he had a 54, 61, 52, 23, 69, and 36% snap percentage. He had only two games where he reached over 60% snap percentage and uh, four games out of that stretch where he reached over 50. Um, He had two games where he was below, and I believe one of them he got injured in, um, but he was below where he should be on his snap totals. Uh, In those games as well, he had 9-5, 13-2-5, and five rushing attempts, but also brought in quite a large amount of pass catching opportunity, which is good. That gives you some upside and a base floor for Miles Gaskin. Um, the big thing is, is that I think he's probably their best rusher. Yeah. I mean, he's not even really that good. So (laughs) saying something, but the last three weeks against Atlanta, Buffalo and Houston, he's had 15, seven and 12, 63, 58 and 72% snap percentage. Some of the highest per snap percentages on his season. He's also had 15, 12 and 20. Some of the highest Malcolm Brown, uh, is on IR right now. It's a three-week IR. Oh, see? So. They forced his hand. Right. So Gaskin That's why has he has 20 been, carries. Gaskin has been getting a majority of the opportunity. Now, the last two weeks, 1.7 yards per carry against Houston is very He bad. had 26 touches and 12 fantasy points. That's disgusting. You could reverse <laughs> that, and that's how many fantasy points you got out of Nick Chubb this week. You've reversed those totals. Yeah, that's fantasy that's points crazy. on 12 touches. But, uh, so yeah, there's a lot to be um, wondered about Miles Gaskin because I feel like there's a week where, like against Tampa, he had 26 fantasy points. I know. I don't know what that was. And against these easier matchups, you know, he hasn't been bad. You look at, you know, you go on sleepers, you know, click on his name against the green matchups. He's had 10, 8, 15, 12. Those are respectable numbers yeah. against easy matchups. So. I would say Gaskin is a good flex option for this week against Baltimore. Baltimore has been giving up some, you know, fantasy points to the running back position, but to make a long story short, I like Miles Gaskin this week a little bit. I'm glad somebody does. It's risky. I mean, <laughs> but I'll take it. I guess. I mean, I'm probably going to be starting him in my flex. Let's like trade him away. You're like, don't start so, him, but I'm starting him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know I say this a lot, but like, if you have a more consistent option, play him because there's mm-hmm. a chance that Gaskin gets 15, but there's just an equal chance that he gets two. So it's like, mm-hmm. you really don't know what you're going to get from him. Um, <clears throat> with Malcolm Brown on IR though, I think it's, it's fine to take the risk, but he is just so, so inconsistent. I agree. It's, you know, either Miles Gas can. Or right. Miles Trash Can. Right. No in between. Could go either way. Um, Mike Isicki has been really good. I think he should be in your starting lineup. Um, he's kind of been a not a surprise this year because he was decent. He's in the tight end three. That's actually. Um, yeah, that's actually pretty good. Uh, but he has been getting a pretty high target share. Um, week one, he did absolutely nothing. Uh, week two, he was kind of trash too. 
but after that, he's had 12, 6, 7, 9, 8, 4, and 8 targets, and 13, 14, 6, 15, 18, 8, and 7. He also, this week against Houston, didn't have a great game, but he had a one-handed catch. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, I did not, actually. It was a one-handed catch across the middle, too. <laughs> like, whoa. That's nice. Yeah, so um, Gasicki's pretty good. I think there's going to be, you know, he's he kind of he's he's kind of like Hawkinson at this point where you know there are going to be weeks where he's going to be good and then there are going to be weeks where maybe he only puts up six or seven fantasy points but you know what your base floor is so if you have got you know if you have a guy sicky obviously he has to start in this game against baltimore um i really can't predict what he's going to do because there's been some matchups good easy matchups for him where he's only scored six or seven points and then there's some been some tough matchups where he scored a lot so i i don't know i don't know what to tell you all I know is yeah. it's a good matchup, so start him. Yeah, no, I would start this. He's he's at this point he's a two week starter, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I agree. Um, let's move to the Ravens. What's we'll, we'll say you, Boss Rooney? Yeah, let's do it. Um, the quarterback position for the Baltimore Ravens obviously is Lamar Jackson. Um, I believe he's ranked on Fantasy Pros uh, rest of season. I want to pull that up. Rest of season number three, two. Oh. Well, Lamar Jackson. He's been good the rest of the season. Oh wow, that's yeah crazy. Um, it's, just, it's Josh Allen two, Tom Brady three, <clears throat> Kyler Murray four, Dak five, Matt Stafford six, Patrick Mahomes seven. Ooh, wow, that's Ooh. that's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy to be honest with you. Uh, strike now with the iron hot on on Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not gonna lie. <laughs> you probably maybe a trade target. Seriously. Perhaps. Yeah. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Sneak peek of the, the Friday show or Saturday yeah. show at this point because it's when it usually comes out now. Um, so, yeah, Lamar Jackson has had some ups and downs games. Um, <coughs> I believe I'm in the five-point touchdown league, so if I'm saying numbers and you're like, well, that's, that's not a match. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but he's had he's had some good games. Um, he's, came off, he's coming off a game where he had like 32 against freaking Minnesota. Um, yeah. So and I guess 120 my- rushing yards. <laughs> He's so good. He's Three so good. passing touchdowns. This is uh, that's that's the only reason to start Lamar Jackson at this point. Um, it's actually it's crazy that Lamar is only 24 years old too. He's only a year older than Mac Jones. And he's had three years of experience in the NFL. Yeah. Wow. Um, but the interesting thing about Lamar this season is that you look at seasons prior, like 2020, for example, um, he had seven rushing touchdowns so far this year. Lamar has two halfway through the season. Um, and he's still getting, that's crazy. Basically an average of, I think what, what is this? 25 points per game. Um, yeah. So if he starts adding the rushing touchdowns, I mean, all bets are off. This guy really, there's a reason why he's ranked QB one. Um, and I feel like this is <laughs> against Miami. It's, it's a ridiculously good start. Oh yeah. No, he, I mean, he's again, start, he's, you start him every week. He's Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to not start the kid. So anyway, yeah. Um, Hollywood also has now become somewhat of a start every single week now. He um, is and yep. a favorite target of. I smashed on this one. You told you told me to back off Marquise a little bit. I did. 
Um, but he has been really, really good this year. He's been getting a lot of targets. Uh, so far, fantasy point totals on the season, 16, 26, 17, 29, 5, 16, 16. He has some bust games, but at this point, he's putting up numbers. He's the wide receiver six on the season, and he's putting up numbers. Um, and has a decent schedule down the stretch, but he's putting up numbers that are wide receiver one numbers almost weekly. Uh, and so that needs to be in your lineup. Yeah. He, at this point, Hollywood Brown is a start every week for sure. Okay. We're I mean, there's not much to say. He's, he's good for like flying through this. I know. Well, we spent some time on the Dolphins, but that's okay. But yeah, no, I mean, he's for sure. So many bad players. He's a wide receiver six, man. He's, yeah, he's good. He's legit. Um, Rashad Bateman now. We can start getting into some guys because the running back position okay. I feel like we're going to spend three hours on. Um, don't start Sammy Watkins. <laughs> yeah, we can ignore Sammy Watkins. If I could spell Rashad Bateman's name right, I could pull up his numbers. <laughs> I got to start like, you know how they Bateman. print out sheets on like television shows? Like stats yeah. and crap? I oh, yeah, yeah. Doing that. yeah. Maybe I'll find it. start doing faster. that. But anyway. So Bateman missed the first five weeks of the season on uh, IR or PUP or whatever. I can't remember what it was, but he missed the first five weeks of the season. Um, the last couple weeks he's had, and we talked about him on the waiver wire show yesterday, but the last couple weeks he's had a decent target share of, I want to say six and a half targets a week. Um, and he's been getting 60% yeah. of the snaps. So if he goes out there for a full percentage, you know, of routes, 90% of the snaps, um, it's 10 targets. He, he probably would get somewhere around eight or nine targets a game. The big thing for him is there's no real touchdown upside. Um, like he might catch two touchdowns on the season. At this rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, he's an intriguing guy to have on your roster, but I don't, I don't think he's startable. Yeah, I agree. He, he's definitely someone who should be owned. And that's why I like to talk about him on the waiver wire show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but if we're talking about just starting on a week to week basis mm-hmm. and, Especially on a Thursday night game, although you don't, you don't, you never know. Thursday night games are kind of the weird, weird ones where Rashad Bateman would score his first career NFL touchdown. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be starting him week to week. Marquise right Brown now. gets one catch and Bateman gets like thirty five, <laughs> <I know. laughs> thirty eight face points. Yeah, um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I wouldn't be starting him right now until he proves that he can do more fancy point wise. But I like what I've seen from him, and I like the target share. But he's just got to start putting up numbers now. I agree. Um, hopefully those numbers come. He's 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 putting up yardage. That's good. Yeah. But either way, let's move to the running back position. Um, so I, I don't know about Latavius Murray at this point. I haven't heard much about where he's at. He missed Sunday's game and he's been he's been hurt. Um, and he you know if he's if he's go if he's good to go. I feel like he's a decent play. The interesting thing is he's only been getting like 30% snap percentage. Yeah. So around 35 to 40. So, you know, he's not, he has not been like. He's also splitting between like four players. Like if you looked at it, he only was getting nine carries, but every other running back was getting like four. Hmm. So he wasn't a split, but he was getting the most. So he did miss week nine, obviously because of the ankle injury. Um, and it set Devonta Freeman up well. Um, I yeah. don't have any information right now as as to where Latavius Murray is at for Thursday, 
My guess is that with this ankle injury, they're going to hold him out for for Thursday's game and then just let him recover yep. for the next ten days. That would be my guess for you know, yeah, whatever ten days, uh, ten days. Um, so with that assumption in mind, would you play him on on Thursday night if he if he's active? <laughs> yeah, I actually would. Uh, okay. It's not an awful matchup against the Dolphins. Um, and he, with Latavius Murray out of the picture, and it's just Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, and Tyson Williams. Uh, Devontae Freeman was the workhorse. I mean, he had 15 touches, which in a, in the Ravens offense, if you get 15 touches of the running back position, mm-hmm. you should be doing okay. Uh, they like to run the ball out in the goal line as well. Right. So um, <clears throat> we could see a touchdown. Last three weeks, he had 11, 11, and 15. In those last two weeks, uh, I think Latavius Murray was out for week seven as well. Uh, and he had a 40% snap percentage, and then this week he had 58. Mm-hmm. If he gets another 58, 60% snap percentage with 15 touches, 15, 16 touches, he's going to have a really good good week. And he's a really mm-hmm. solid flex or even a low in RB2. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would agree for that. I would agree with that. Uh, the only thing I would say is if he does play, I feel like he'll be limited. Um, Devonta Freeman or Latavius, uh, Latavius Murray? Even if he's limited, though, that doesn't that still kind of hurt because they're going to use all four running backs still? No, you're right. You're, that's fair. Um, yeah. So then the other guy is if Latavius Murray is out, Tyson Williams has basically been non-existent, and yeah, Le'Veon Bell has come it come in, you know, occasionally uh, to spell Devonta Freeman. But Freeman's kind of been the guy there, um, yeah, and he hasn't gotten a hell of a lot of snap percentage. Um, did you just talk about Freeman? I did. It's 58% yeah. snap percentage. Yeah. Um, so he, <clears throat> he has been the guy for the most part for, for Baltimore. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would 100% start him against Miami. If, if Lat Murray does not play, um, the last three weeks, he's had 11, 11 and 15. So there's been some good production there for Devonta Freeman. Yeah. But I think, yeah, go ahead. He's worth the start, though. Yeah. So, I, I, would you, would you be okay with sliding him in your lineup with Latavius Murray in the lineup too? You mean start both of them or start Freeman if no, Latavius? No, don't Murray start does. both of them. That would be horrible for your fantasy team. Uh, you'd be in very bad position. Um, I, I if, would. If Latavius be... Murray plays, would you want to start Freeman? Probably not. Okay, me too. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, and then the final guy that we're going to talk about is Mark Andrews, uh, who is obviously a start. Um, yeah. I think he's a top three tight end right now. Not a fancy He's tight end two. Oh, boy. It was really on one week. 36 points. 30, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's actually had one of the highest snap percentage totals of his career. That's good to know. But either way, yeah, he's a start this week against Miami. You can you can saddle him up. Him and Mike Kosicki yeah. is a good tight end duel. <laughs> a nice tight end duel on Thursday Night Football. Kill me. Oh, yeah. There you go. This is going to be a complete route by Baltimore, by the way. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, so there you go. There are all of our encompassed opinions. <laughs> Rick is just dying. I think he needs to go take a nap. <laughs> Some medicine. His cold is just infiltrating the microphone and coming in yeah tonight. i'm sorry <laughs> anyway enjoy your thursday night football we'll talk to you tomorrow guys with starts and sets thank you for listening to the fantasy champions podcast 
Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.